Hello and welcome to the ADHD Coterie Podcast, the podcast where we get down and dirty with all things ADHD. It's not always pretty, but it is always relevant, creative, and up-to-date with strategies to manage ADHD. I'm your host, Jamie Racine, founder, fellow ADHDer, and ADHD mama. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's episode. This week we're gonna be continuing on with our series all about executive functioning. Um, This week we're gonna be discussing the executive function of self-monitoring, okay? Self-monitoring is another critical part of executive functioning and is another one that we need to master as we grow. It's a skill that helps us to keep track of our behavior and our performance in any situation. But as you can imagine, kids with ADHD tend to have difficulty in this area. My goal for you after this episode is that you'll be able to understand what self-monitoring is, how can you identify it as a need in your child or even in yourself, um, what specific behaviors or different things you may see that will let you know that, that they're struggling with this area and why it's important to be working on building those skills once you've identified it as an area of challenge, okay? All right, first of all, How do we know that our kiddo is struggling with this specific area? Well, they usually behave in certain kinds of behaviors that can indicate a challenge, um, that they're having a hard time keeping track of themselves and that they're having a hard time keeping themselves in check. Some of those things might look like not understanding why they get in trouble, um, needing to be reprimanded or reminded repeatedly about the same thing, right? Making careless mistakes, just rushing through, not tending to their task, making careless mistakes. Often interrupting others and invading personal space, not having that physical awareness to know that they need to keep themselves, you know, at a little bit of a socially appropriate distance, um, as well as not having that social awareness to not interrupt others, like calling out or things like that. Um, They frequently fight or argue, even if they're absolutely wrong. They will do this just to sort of protect their position because they keep getting called out on things, right? Um, In addition to that, you might see them struggling with waiting their turn or always having to go first, okay? So typically kids with challenges in self-monitoring also have challenges with a couple of couple of other areas of executive functioning, in particular, sort of the adaptive, flexible thinking piece, which we've already discussed, and then working memory, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, It's a pretty complex function that requires growing the ability to reflect on one's own behavior. So working with your kiddo, utilizing a coach, um, and utilizing all of your supports to help you identify ways to develop these skills is super duper important. Studies have shown that kids who are able to self-monitor tend to perform better in school. They enjoy school more because they're not constantly being pointed at or reminded, um, and they have better social relationships. So it's one of those critical skills that can have long-term negative consequences. One of the ways that I've found that can be helpful with self-monitoring is to help your children learn how to self-reflect. This is a tough task, oftentimes even for adults, because we have to look at ourselves and our own behaviors and notice what we're not doing well. 
This can be done in several ways, but must be done with support from caring adults, either at home or at school, or ideally, really, both or all environments. Because kids with ADHD tend to have a short attention span, a great deal of patience needs to be shown when it comes to redirection, praise, and encouragement. And consistency among their different environments is critical so that they can solidify what needs to be done so that they can learn to monitor behavior and know what needs to be done in any situation. To help kids with this, for each task they have each day, they can rate how they perceive that they did. So you could create sort of like a a self-perception form, right? And they can rate each task that they did that day um, as it occurs, right? Never have them rate, if they have math later in the, or early in the day, never rate, never have them rate how they did math later in the afternoon, okay? So if you're going to have them rate how they did in math, have them rate how they did in math right after math, okay? And you can, you can create a form based on their developmental level that they can, you know, they can do a smiley face, a sad face, whatever that they can use to describe how they think they did. In addition to that, their teacher can also have a self have have a monitoring sheet and they can have an opportunity maybe a couple times a day to check in and see if they compare notes and have them compare notes and see if they match up. And if they don't match up, they can have the opportunity to have a discussion about areas of of growth that they can work on to improve, right? This will help solidify the relationship between the child and the teacher, as well as help give the child some very um, tangible skills to um, focus focus his energy on, right? So, um, and the other piece that would be super important is to use both of those at home and at school. And if you can send those back and forth to school so that everybody's functioning on the same page, then you can at least know that that the things that you guys are working on are 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 in line with one another okay we don't want to be putting too many things in front of them to be working on typically kids with adhd have several deficits in executive functioning so we need to choose which areas are most important for them to be working on at any given time and really they shouldn't be working on more than one or two at a time because their brains just can't can't handle it another suggestion and this is a good one especially if they have a close friend and teachers, you know, they're busy, they're busy in class. They can't tend one-on-one to each child throughout the course of the day. There's a lot of kids with needs. So if they have a good friend or there's another student that's a particularly caring and encouraging student, maybe it's somebody that they can partner up with as a peer coach and they can work together to monitor one another. This will help them socially because they will have a friend. This will help them self-reflect and actually it will give them a different level of accountability because it's their peer who they are working with. It is a little bit challenging, but but it could be a good way for them to feel like they want to perform with their friend. Another thing too with that is you could suggest it to the teacher to make it a class-wide activity and that kids could all partner up to be able to do some of this self-monitoring activities so that your child isn't pointed out and you know all the kids can really benefit from it self-reflection is a huge skill that people 
really should develop throughout the course of their life. So why not have it included with the entire class? So lastly, I will be discussing this this very specific challenge in my executive functioning course um, that's launching on May 1st. I go into far more detail and I have very I have more very specific activities and um, worksheets and uh, skill building things that that you can access um, in all of the executive functions are going to be discussed in that course. Um, I have lots of resources for parents and caregivers alike. The course itself is only $17. It's launching on May 1st, and it's just going to be a wonderful resource. There's going to be video lessons. There's worksheets. There's bonuses. There's there's activity building. There's all kinds of things in there. There's access to my exclusive Facebook group for support and encouragement in me. Um, so that's good. Um, so, you know, to get a handle on all of the different areas of executive functioning. So I would really encourage you guys to check that out, okay? Just go to my website, which is www.embracetheextra.com, and you can find access to that course there under courses. <laughs> so www.embracetheextra.com backslash courses, and that's where you can find all of this information. So go ahead, sign up. Don't hesitate. It's an awesome deal and it's jam packed with good information. So we're going to continue on our series into next week. Next week's going to be all about self-control, which is different than self-monitoring. Um, and, and it applies a lot more to sort of emotional regulation and those kinds of things. So I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Until then, take good care. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more, please check out my website at www.embracetheextra.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Embrace the Extra. Don't hesitate to reach out if you're in need or you need guidance with ADHD. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.